Welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott, and this is the podcast that's all about art, creativity, and learning. We all could use a little creative nudge every now and then, something that will prod us, encourage us, and give us a shot of inspiration. Well, Artistic Accomplices is the podcast that does just that. It gives you small doses of motivation and creative encouragement. So as you make, create, play, and live, I'm here to share my thoughts on art, creativity, and learning. I'm also going to interview artists, writers, educators, and much, much more. So like the gym buddy that motivates you to hit the gym on a regular basis, Artistic Accomplices is that little voice in your ear telling you to hit the studio or to pull out the paints or to pick up the pen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I am your Artistic Accomplice. I am Eric Scott, and thank you for joining me once again in this cyber space reality of podcasting. That's right. That's right. I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm excited today. Uh, not, not so much about the episode that I'm bringing. I'm, I mean, I am. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, but for some reason today, I think it's because it's a beautiful fall day here in Northern Virginia in the, uh, in the states, and um, I just, I've been really busy here lately. But it's been a really good kind of busy with, with lots of. Um, connections with others and uh, sharing ideas with people and I am excited to be here today to be your artistic accomplice and talk to you today about some ideas that have been flowing around in my head and I'm gonna be honest with you I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be that artistic accomplice today I'm gonna be that person that's gonna give you some really good sound advice and I wanna I, I want to build off of last episode, I was talking about keeping it simple. Um, so this notion of simplifying our things, and I think unfortunately we we have a tendency to make things very complicated and then we get overwhelmed, we get frustrated. I mean, I see it all the time in the classes that I teach, whether it's little kids or adults, that uh, they just simply get overwhelmed because they're trying to do something that maybe they're just not capable of yet or they haven't figured out a way to, to break it down into manageable steps. But um, I don't really want to talk about that. I talked more about that last week. I want to talk about maybe simplifying in, in a different way. And to be honest, if you're like me, you've just got way too much stuff. Too many things, too many art supplies, too many ingredients, too many whatever, too many instruments, too many whatever it is that you do for your creative, uh, your creative, uh, uh, creative endeavor. Um, I was trying to think of something a little bit more clever, but uh, apparently that's not working right now. But um, I think that a lot of creative people, I know visual artists especially, just have way, way too much stuff. Uh, we have, I mean, I look around my studio and I see all the paints, all the papers, the pens, the markers, uh, the tools, even just on my workspace around the computer where 
where I'm recording my podcast. Um, I've been doing a paper cut thing, so I've got my X-Acto knife, and I've got a paintbrush for applying paint, and I've got paper scraps, and I just have all of this stuff. And so that's what today's episode is. It's about you and your stuff, the things that you have that maybe maybe you're using them. And that's awesome if you are, but I, I'd ask if, if you're really using it all. And, and if you're like me, you probably have things in your creative space that you got them and you thought like, oh, I, I can't wait to use use this. And then it's been sitting in the box sometimes still with the receipt uh, or in the original package and you haven't opened it and you haven't used it or you got it out and used it a couple times and then it's been, you know, years and years and it's still kind of sitting there. So I think as creative individuals, as creative folks, that we often get overwhelmed, not with just how complicated our ideas are or um, how... Uh, we get overwhelmed by sort of, you know, our lack of skill or technique, but we get overwhelmed by the stuff, um, you know, but of course we do need things. We need materials. We need supplies. They're vital to our creating. I mean, artists need paint or clay or whatever it is that they're making their, their, their pens, their colored pencils, um, Bakers need their ingredients, they need their pans, they need, you know, all the baking stuff that they need. Uh, but as I said, we we might fill our creative spaces with stuff that maybe isn't quite necessary to what we do. Um, maybe it's extra, uh, or maybe it's stuff that we just haven't figured out a way to to you to use and to utilize effectively in our creative practice and i think it goes back to a notion of promise there's a promise in this stuff so our supplies our materials our stuff holds a promise to us a promise of creativity and in my case a a promise of being an artist so when we buy new paint or we buy a new cake pan or we're buying a new instrument, we are buying into a promise that these things are going to somehow make us better, make us more creative, make us more artistic or musical or whatever. Now, it's one thing to to buy a replacement, to run out of red paint and then have to go buy more red paint. But what a lot of companies do is that they have all of this stuff, all this entire range of products. And it hasn't always been the case. I mean, I remember a time when these companies just seemed to have like, okay, you know, you had your oil paint and acrylic paint and watercolor paint. And now it's like, oh yeah, you know, but we have our acrylic paint, but we have our heavy body acrylics. We have our fluid acrylics. We have our liquid acrylics. We have, um, we have all these mediums, all this media, all the, all this additives, you know. Oh, now there's paint pouring, and now we have this thing, and we have that thing, and we have all this extra add-on stuff now that you need to buy. And so so we, we look at that stuff, and we're like, oh, wow, so awesome. And, and oh, oh I, if I had that, I could just do all this stuff. And, oh, man, that is so cool. I, I, I need to do that. And so we see these things, we see these products, we see these uh, 
these paints, ingredients, whatever it is, uh, that's specific to what you do. And we're like, we're hooked. We're like, ah, I got to get it. It's, it's almost, it, I think sometimes it is an addiction. Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of people, this does not necessarily deal with, with art or creativity, but I think a lot of people just get a rush from buying stuff. And I have known individuals who have had addictions to shopping. And when you buy something, there is this rush, this this adrenaline rush, uh, this excitement about, oh, this new thing. And whether it's clothes that are going to redefine you or uh, a new TV that's going to entertain you, um, a lot of times we, we buy these things and then we have buyer's remorse. We, we get it home and we feel like, oh, why did I buy that? I didn't really need that. Well, we could do that with our creative endeavors as well with the things that we buy and get for the creative work that we are doing and and companies kind of bank on that you know so i think companies nowadays especially with the internet and social media they they want to put stuff out there that makes you want to get it and um and there's a promise there's this inherent or illicit promise in these new materials so even if you don't really need it, you want it because there is this promise that this new material, this new tool, this new product is going to make you better. So we, we get it in our minds um, or we kind of feel it like in our bodies that if we buy this latest and greatest gadget, gizmo or goop or whatever, that we will be better artists. We will be better more creative. We will have it have it easier we'll uh, we'll make better work we'll have better results and that's the that's the promise of these new materials that if we get them we are going to have more possibilities and that is going to jumpstart our creativity because if i have more possibilities then oh that's a good thing right but as we talked about before a lot of times this this um uh, unlimited possibility can actually be overwhelming because we have just way too many choices. But I have seen people at conferences and conventions and art retreats just plunk down hundreds and hundreds of dollars for stuff. I've seen them snatch up supplies and tools and equipment and they buy all of this stuff and I think it's because there is this sense this promise that it will somehow make them creative but these people get their stuff back into their spaces they take it home and unfortunately reality starts to set in and they they run into the same old problems they have those same creative blocks what they don't realize is that the, the promise really isn't in the materials. It, the promise is really within within us. We have to we have to confront all of those issues that we have, all of those blocks, all those things that hold us back. And if we do that, it doesn't matter what we have, we still can be creative. So what happens is these people, I, I've been there, so I'm, I'm not saying that this is just, other people, um, but you know, I've done this where I bought things and I bring them home and it just sort of sits. Um, and maybe I don't even use it. And 
I mean, sometimes I do find brand new unopened materials that I have not used and they've been sitting there for years. And so we end up with studios or closets or cabinets full of this stuff, new materials, new tools, new gadgets, and we still don't create with them. And it, it does go back to that notion of too many choices that we have, we have set up a situation where in our own spaces, we have too much to choose from. And if we have not learned how to set limitations, then it's going to be very, very difficult for us to create the things that we want to create. We're going to be so overwhelmed because we're not going to be able to decide if we want to use paint or if we want to use watercolor or if we want to use pen and ink or if we want to use the jelly plate or we want to use this or that or the alcohol inks or the sprays or the liquid acrylic or the heavy duty acrylic or whatever. And so we have all of this stuff and we become completely overwhelmed and we shut down. Or if we don't completely shut down, we just stick with the stuff that we are comfortable with. So that's that's when we have to think about limitations. So I spent an entire episode on limitations and I'm not going to go too far into that, but what it really boils down to is what is the least that we really need? in order to do the work that we want to do. So what is the the bare minimum, the bare bones of my creative process, your creative process, our creative process? What is that? And that's what we have to think about. And how do we limit ourselves or set those limitations on ourselves so that we can be creative, so that we can act, so that we don't feel so overwhelmed? Now, as an artist, I love walking into art stores. I mean, I think those art stores are filled with such promise and such possibility, and especially the big ones, you know, whether it's a, a you know, a mom and pop shop or whether it's, it's a national brand kind of shop. But I just love walking in where you see aisle and aisle of possibility of art supplies, of stuff, of things. And it's like I get a jolt. I get a buzz from that. It's like I almost feel high when I walk in. I mean, anytime I go to a big city that has a big art store, I make sure that I go to it, that I walk in there and that I look around. And usually, though, I don't buy anything because as I walk around, reality starts to set in. And, and I feel like I've gotten pretty good at at realizing that I don't really need all this stuff. Um, you know, so at first I'm like, oh yeah, I've got, I've got to get this. Oh, I've got, I've got to have that. Oh, that's really awesome. Oh, I didn't know they made this. And, you know, I get that excitement and I, and I feel that promise of creativity, of new possibility. And, but then I kind of ask myself, well, do I, do I need it? I mean, it's easy to say yes, if it's a replacement, like if I ran out of red paint and I need to buy a new tube of paint or oh, I no longer have any green um, polymer clay. I need some more of that because those are things that we normally use. But because of all of these products, all these things that these companies come out with, uh, and it seems like they are always releasing new and better and greater things for us to use, 
But then I ask myself, do I need it? Am I really going to use it? Or do I have enough stuff in my studio now that I don't really need it? So will I actually use it? So I, I don't I don't want to be overwhelmed with too much stuff. You know, I, I, I have to say I have enough as is and let me work with that. Um, and on the other hand is I, I don't have the money to do it. My wallet couldn't really handle me going out and giving in to every whim. I mean, that's been an issue all of my life. I've mentioned on this podcast before that I didn't grow up with money. So I was very, very careful about what I got. I had to use certain things and um, not waste them. And that kind of leads into a whole nother problem, which is not the, uh, the, the focus of this episode. But that problem is then you become stingy with your materials and, and that can lead to even more creative issues and creative blocks. But what is it that I really, really need to make my art? And like I said before, maybe maybe phrase it a little bit in a different way. What is the least that I need to make it? What is the bare bones? And I think we have to learn to to create those limits, to place those limits. Number one, economically. I mean, hey, if you've got tons of money and you can go out there and buy anything you want, great, awesome. But uh, I know a lot of creative people don't have that choice. Um and it can become a problem. I mean, it can be a problem of debt and, uh, you know, using up your credit card and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but like I said, even if we have the money and even if we buy all this stuff and it's not hurting us uh, economically, uh, it can really hurt our creativity because we are giving ourselves just way too many things. So let's take me as an example. Okay. I'm a visual artist. I draw, I paint. Um, I do some, uh, 3D work, uh, mostly polymer clay. And so if I'm really thinking about like, what is the least I need to do to, to do any kind of art? Well, the least I need is something to, to work on, a piece of paper, and something to make a mark with, a pen or a pencil. That is the least that I need. And to be honest, just plain cheap printer paper would work. A cheap number two pencil or a cheap ballpoint pen will do the trick. So if all I wanted to do was sit down and make some art and I could just draw, I could sit down and draw something. And I, I draw all the time. I, I doodle in my in my journal. I, I create drawings. I sell some of those. Um, and so if I wanted to really create, that's all I would really need. But looking around my studio and seeing the paint and the polymer clay and the colored paper and the uh, water soluble pencils and the markers and so much more <laughs> the canvases and uh, the the tools that are around all of that all of that stuff is nice to have but really if I wanted to boil it down to the bare bones of my creative process a piece of paper and a pencil and I could be making work now it, it's not maybe the the work that I would sell I mean a cheap piece of printer paper I'm not gonna sell that as a piece of art but 
to, just to get my hand moving, just to be making something, just to try out ideas, just to develop an image or an experiment or an exploration. Yeah, that that's going to work great. And just a cheap number two, you know, yellow number two pencil that we're used to from school, that's going to do the job. But even if it were like, okay, I do want to sell this because maybe, you know, I am trying to make a business at it. I might need some drawing paper. So I, I might buy some good quality uh, acid-free drawing paper and, oh, okay, I'm going to need some good drawing pencils or pens, but that's still not a lot of stuff and it's not super expensive. I mean, a pad of drawing paper isn't that much and a pack of good uh, graphite pencils or graphite pens is not enough, isn't that much. And so I don't need a studio full of stuff to actually create art. I, I can use whatever I have. And I think that's what what people don't get or what they lose focus of. I think that's a better better way of thinking about it is that when we are faced with all this stuff and we see these new products and we see these new things, it's it's easy to lose focus and realize that 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 creative spark doesn't come from without, doesn't come from you know uh, other things that are. Uh, not sorry i'm losing my train of thought um but it's easy to lose focus that creativity doesn't come from those things that are outside of ourselves but that creativity really does come from within and that if we have limitations especially if we set severe limitations on ourselves we can push our creativity because creativity arises from those limitations so that promise, going back to that, uh, that, oh, that idea that these objects, these materials, these things have a promise, but it's a promise that, that we've kind of imbued those things with. It's, it's not really there. It's fake. Or it's a promise that they, they can't keep because in reality, it's, it's a promise we have to keep. It's a promise that we have to bring to the table. It's not within the materials, it's within ourselves. And we need to wrap our brains around that, that idea that we are the ones in charge of making and doing and creating. And we have to stop getting in our own way. We have to stop resisting and we have to stop judging and we have to stop being attached to ideas and materials and things. We have to stop making the excuses and we just have to do it. And it's not about the materials. It's not about the stuff. It's about the substance. It's about what's inside of us. And we need to get present. We need to stop making the excuses about not having talent or not having the time or not having the materials. And we have to get present and we have to do. We have to make, we have to play, we have to create. And it goes back to those original rules that, that I shared um, in one of the first episodes. So thinking about about those original rules. So let me kind of recap. I'll go back and, and uh, kind of remind you of those because you may not have heard them. But uh, if you haven't, I'd say go back and, and listen to that, that episode because it, it sets up a framework. Um, so those rules are all about getting into the studio and making art, at least for myself. Uh, they are very uh, vague Um very, I don't know about vague, but they're uh, open. They're very open and can be applied to 
uh, any creative endeavor. But those rules are number one, show up. Number two, sit down. Number three, shut up. Number four, ignore everybody. Number five, get over yourself. Number six, start where you are. Number seven, work. Number eight, nothing is a mistake. Number nine, find your tribe. And number 10, immerse yourself. And kind of thinking about how how we get so caught up in the stuff in the things and and thinking about how that's what's going to make us creative like i was saying that that it's really about our mindset so if we just show up show up to our uh, studio our creative spaces and not worry about not having the right stuff and we just sit down and we shut up about not having the best materials or the right materials or the fastest computer and we ignore that and we ignore everybody including those companies trying to sell us new stuff and we have to get over ourselves we have to get over this notion that we need stuff that it's the stuff that is going to make us creative and then we have to start where we are we have to start where we are so if all we have is pencil and a piece of paper that's where we start if all we have is a a, a old typewriter and that's what we want to write on. We we start there. If I want to bake and all I have is, you know, a, a wonky oven and a few cake pans, that's where I start. I might need some basics to go out and I have to buy that. But I, I don't need to wait until I have the ideal situation, the ideal uh, kitchen or studio or materials. That's all the stuff. It's It's about the limitations. And that's what we should be thinking about. It's how we are using the stuff, how we are putting those limitations on ourselves. So it's not the stuff that makes us creative. It's how we limit ourselves, how we respond to that. It's making do with what we have that makes us creative. So if you are feeling like you're looking around your creative space or you're looking in that cabinet and you feel like, yeah, I've got a lot of stuff. I'm not saying to get rid of it. I'm not saying to to trash it or donate it, but really think about what is it that you really need? What is the least? What is the bare bones approach that you can use that you can do to make to make the thing that you want to make that it's not the stuff so hopefully you can start to see and realize that yeah this stuff may have held some kind of promise at some point or at least we perceived it to have this kind of promise but the promise isn't there the promise is in us and if we don't work on ourselves if we don't put the focus on us and deal with the issues that get in the way of our creativity, then all the stuff isn't going to matter. So all the latest, greatest, brand new, best stuff isn't going to make us feel any better or more creative. Actually, I I think sometimes the stuff does the opposite because then we feel bad that we have all this stuff in our spaces that we're not using. So we feel guilty that we've spent the money. We feel guilty because it's taking up this space. We feel guilty because in some way, maybe we're letting the stuff down and, and we're not utilizing it the way we had hoped and dreamed and planned and envisioned whenever we got it. But we don't need it. It's nice to have. And if we, we can figure out how we can 
deal with our own creative demons and get that straightened out, then we can dive into that stuff. So anyway, that's that's about all I've got for today. I just wanted to, you know, this is another one, the, the quick episodes. I just kind of think like here lately, I have so much stuff going on, so many things going on in my own life uh, that I've kind of broken um, some of these podcasts down into some smaller chunks and focusing on some smaller ideas. But um, I'm hoping to do some interviews here in the future and hoping to, to share more in-depth with you all. But just remember that it's not it's not about the stuff. It's not about the materials or the tools or all the things that we have in our spaces. It's about how we approach that making, that creating. It's about having an openness, about uh, facing those those creative blocks, those creative myths, and being in the moment and realizing that we that, that there is like a bare bones. There is a, a basic that this is what I need. All the other stuff is extra and it's nice, but what I really need is this and I can create. So um, hope that you got something out of this episode. Like I hope you get something out of every, every episode. Um, so appreciate you, you uh, taking some time and listening. Um, I've got a lot of things coming up here. Uh, I will be in, uh, let's see, where am I? Oh, this week I'm flying off to Oklahoma to, uh, work with my my artistic accomplice my buddy david modler uh he and i will be presenting at the oklahoma art education association's uh, annual fall conference and then i come back from that and then i present and work at the virginia uh, art education association's fall conference uh, in early november and then the week after that go down to georgia to uh, work down there with their art education so working with the georgia art education association so doing a lot of education stuff um, but i'm hoping to do more workshops if you're interested in in what i'm doing check out the website there's a there's a uh, events and workshops page i always list on there what's going on so i've got some things lined up for the end of the year and i've got some things that are lining up uh for next year as well and 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 You'll find all of that, of course, on the website. So thanks thanks again for joining me for Artistic Accomplices. Uh, and as always, happy creating. This has been Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you for joining me.